Okay. Um, yes, the last time when I went to the Department of Transport, what happened was uh, they, because of the nature of the product, they couldn't actually say, okay, it belongs under this class of uh, category or this class of category. So what they actually told me was, we shouldn't try to pass it on as a motorbike. It should be still used as a bicycle. Therefore, we still need to adhere to rules of the law like a bicycle, you know, because even bicycles have rules as well. So the one thing that I have to emphasize to my clientele is to say, whenever you like this, you need to have a helmet. You need to have something reflective. You know, you need to be visible and stay on the shoulder of your of the road if there's no designated bicycle road because it's still a bicycle because I even went to testing ground stuff like that. They told me that they can't certify this thing because, well, the mechanics of it can't, doesn't allow them to certify it because it's a very small engine, one. Two, it doesn't have electrical wiring and stuff, so it can't have lights and indicators and stuff like that. You can only use the ones that are used in bicycles. And then three, like, there's no type numbers and engine numbers and stuff like that. So what they advised me to say was, you can use it, but still keep it as a bicycle. <laughs> Hopefully, that won't change in the near future, you know, like when they start seeing the whole bicycles coming into play a lot. I hope that won't change the whole uh, complexion of this whole thing, you know, because they found that like it wasn't an, a big issue, and I hope they're going to still maintain that. Tibedi on the line to us from Marikana in the Northwest Province. Uh, Lucas, we understand that you are at the copy as we speak. Good morning. And can you tell us whether people have started gathering there already? Good morning to you, Sakin, and thank you so much for having me. We're here at the copy in Marikana, a site where 34 mine workers were shot and killed the police. In fact, as I speak to you, when we arrived here around 4 o'clock in the, uh, in the morning, we've seen about 90 to 100 mine workers with sharp objects and wearing their Amku T-shirts and marching to Lonmin Gate where they wanted to demonstrate their frustration. I, we spoke to some of them who said that they are very frustrated at the level of lack of accountability by those responsible for the killings. Back to the COPGM, we've seen different political leaders, we've seen different members of AMCO coming here, and, 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 and they have started to gather just to try to um, also mobilize people from uh, Nkaneng, which is a, uh, an area where people are residing here, in Mar- or rather most mine workers are residing here in Marikana. We're expecting different leaders here. In fact, when we spoke to uh, a leader of DA yesterday, Musimaiman, he promised to come as early as 9 o'clock um, this morning. We, we also had a confirmation that EFF leader Julius Malema will also be here. But on the ground, we've seen many, many people from areas like Rustenberg. We've seen um, interested parties from Americana also gathering here as early as 5 o'clock in, in the morning. We understand uh, the uh, Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa, well, his office issued a statement stating that he will not be attending uh, the commemorations today. How has that been received on the ground? Well, many people here, we spoke to some of the relatives of those who were shot and injured when we tried to speak in fact when we spoke to them about the absence the lack of people from government or even the ruling party coming here they said they don't want anyone until such time and those who killed are, are responsible or rather are held accountable we, we spoke to amco president joseph matunza in fact 
we asked him who's invited and who's not. He said that everyone is invited. If I quote him, he said, those with clear conscience are, uh, will be welcome, and those who are responsible for the killing um, will not be allowed here at Lowe's Code. And, and, and here we've seen, you know, different parties. I mean, we were with um, um, DA leader yesterday, Musi Maiman. You can see that there's a tolerance of politi- from different political parties, but except from, from those um, in government. We tried to speak to the leaders of these mine workers earlier in the morning about the well, refu- uh, refusal of Cyril Ramaphosa to come in. Remember that some of the people like uh, Winnie Mandela also invited Cyril Ramaphosa, or others suggested that they will come with Cyril Ramaphosa again. When we spoke to some of these mine workers about the possibility of Cyril Ramaphosa or any other people in government um, coming here, they said that they do not want them here until such time they are held accountable or they take the responsibility for the killings. Lucas, what time will proceedings kick off there? We are led to believe that uh, proceedings will start around about 11 o'clock. We spoke to some of the AMCU uh, leaders here just late yesterday, and they said that uh, the program will start just after 11 o'clock, but we're expecting the president of AMCU, Joseph Matunza, who's a key note speaker here, to address um, the gathering around about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll leave it there for now. That's our reporter, Lucas Motibedi, speaking to us uh, from the copy in Marikana. And uh, we're going to cross over now to uh, Joseph Matunjwa, who is, of course, uh, the president of the Association of Mine Workers and Construction, AMCU. Mr. Matunjwa, thanks for your time this morning. Mr. Matunjwa? All right, uh, seemingly a problem with that line there. Uh, just to get a word from um, uh, Mr. Joseph Martunjwa, the president of AMCU, uh, regarding his sentiments as Luka lodged in his body. He'll be one of our guests that we'll speak to later on the forum at 8. But I do believe Mr. Joseph Martunjwa is there now. Mr. Martunjwa, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning to you and to your listeners. Mr. Matunjo, first and foremost, as Lucas Motibedi was saying there, um, it would seem as though uh, some of the victims and uh, the community in Marikana very unhappy that five years on, uh, nobody has been criminally prosecuted or held politically accountable for what happened at Marikana. What are your sentiments in this regard? I think they are quite correct. Uh, even... Uh, when the IPED has submitted 72 names of the, the personnel that supposed to be prosecuted, the NPA hasn't moved even an inch uh, to that effect. Five years down the line, the victims have not been compensated by the state. It's just becoming a PR exercise. So therefore, how can we close this chapter? Because once the truth is told, then you give a space to the victims to consider moving forward. But how would they move forward if they no one takes responsibility of murdering their loved ones? Have there been any overtures of any kind made to the victims? Because we understand that uh, monies have been uh, handed over to some of family members. Is that correct? Can you confirm any of that? I cannot confirm such, but what I heard is that there were some proposed settlements based on loss of support. But for which group, or is only for the widows, does it include the arrested and injured? No one knows about that. But 
there is this talk that there is a, a proposed settlement of 1.8 billion, of which when we spoke to other uh, legal teams, they said to us they haven't seen any documentation uh, around that offer. And speaking of offers, uh, Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa and um, he in his offices indicated that he will not be attending today's commemoration. Uh, but there was, of course, a proposal for uh, some initiative that was proposed by Winnie Madigizela Mandela uh, to try and, you know, broker some sort of peace, some sort of truce in this regard. Uh, do you know more about that? Uh, were the terms of that spelled out, what this initiative would actually entail? No, we are in the dark with regard to that. Uh, we just learned from the media that there was such proposal. Uh, but as AMCO, no one contacted us regarding to the visit by the Deputy State President with Mama Tigizela Mandela. So we don't have any clue. But however, the widows, when we met them on the 9th, they put it clear that uh, this afterthought of the deputy is not really welcome for now. And how do you feel about uh, the deputy president indicating that he will not be attending? No, I mean, I don't feel anything because they've never felt anything even when they decide to kill workers. And looking at, you know, why the protest had started on that day, you know, asking for a wage of 12,500 rand, and that still hasn't been achieved. How does that make you feel today, five years on? Five years on, we can say to the public that AMCO has made some strides uh, towards uh, achieving 12,500 although that uh, some they haven't uh, received the 12,000, but after the five-month strike uh, to fight this capital, we, we did manage many, some of the workers, they are well above 12,500, others they are at 11,000. But what is important, AMCO managed to destroy this foundation that was built for mine workers of structural salaries uh, based on, on race and gender. So there is no worker or any potential job seeker who might be employed by these companies, either Lonmin, Anglo and Impala, who will enter the work premises or employment earning less than 10,000 if you go underground, and others even 11,000. So I think that was a gain to the working class, in particular in the platinum belt, in those three big mines. Thanks for your time this morning, President of AMCU, Mr. Joseph Matunjwa. And of course, we'll talk more about Marikana and the